Yo, 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 ladies and gentlemen, it is your boy, Double B, the franchise player, joined once again by the man right here, the man, the mixologist of professional wrestling, Mr. Chemical Julian. Julian, man, did you see that crazy shit? Oh, man, the only thing I was waiting for was to see my man Bray Wyatt come back oh, you and mean feed all Wyndham the birdies Rotunda. and fireflies. Yeah, sorry, Wyndham. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Infringement. He might get sued. We, we yeah. don't need that cease and desist order coming through. That's right. I ain't trying to get in trouble today. I've had enough issues this week. I ain't trying to have no more. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast. It is your boy, the franchise, and that man right there, the myth, the legend, the one and only Chemical Julian. And oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Today what has a been Friday a day. night it's been. What a week it's been. It's been a crazy Ooh, week, man. What a week it's been. And you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you could, if you go right now, well, not right now, stay here, watch the show. But after the show, if you want to watch an exclusive interview that I did earlier today with the last real man, Silas Young, he discusses what happened at Ring of Honor. He discusses what his future is going to hold. And we play a game. Team with few with fire. <clears throat> you might want to watch that show, ladies and gentlemen. There's been a lot of stuff going on. <clears throat> and we're here once again live. I, I think that uh, just maybe, just maybe, the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast is going to put together a GoFundMe. And what we're going to do with that money? We're going to buy us a tape library. Oh, shit. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to buy the. I, look, the rumor is, rumor has it, $500,000. That's all, that's all Ring of Us, that's all Ring of Our wants for that tape library. Let me tell you something. If that's true, that's the alleged rumor. But if that is true, the biggest tape collector in the world, Tony Khan, Mr. AEW himself, the man who started out in the mark boards as a tape collector, a tape trader. If you buy that, trust and believe, man. A few weeks ago, Tony, Tony was talking about he wanted to build a tape library. He wanted to do a streaming site. You got everybody from Ring of Honor right now that has built their career. We're talking CM Punk, Cocabana. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Those matches are not included in the tape library because they were with Ring of Honor. Uh, the, the tape library begins after they were in the promotion. So there's no right. CM Punk in the library. No, CM Punk is in the library. The Summer of Punk is in the library. No, not. I was reading the article and they said that Punk was not in there. Oh well, that fucking so, sucks. If we're talking about, uh, you know, some of our tape, favorite tape collectors, that would be one Vincent K. McMahon, who probably would bid on the tape library just to run the price up, and then let Tony Khan have it. What an asshole! What an asshole! What a businessman! I like that. Though. Hey, what an asshole, ladies and gentlemen. We can all put our money together. <clears throat> forget Shiba Inu. Forget Ethereum. Forget Bitcoin. Man, all we need is a good 5-10%, and that profit is ours. We can sell it to Vince. We can sell it to Tony Khan. We can sell it to Chris Jericho, uh, whoever whoever the hell wants to buy it. We can sell it to them, and we can make a nice little chunk of change. You know what? You might be right. You might be right. Maybe. Imagine the BTW tape library, bodyslam.net tape library, with an hey, you want to talk about free giveaways? You oh, want to talk about giving go. away 
the best of Portland, man, you could be giving away even more than that. WrestleMania 20? Psh. WrestleMania 22, 24? Psh. You're not going to be giving that away. You can use all the clips, all the sound bites, all the matches. You you can do full-on match reviews, if you historical match reviews if you want. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the content, my man? Wow. It would be crazy. It would, it would be the craziest thing on earth. I mean, I could do a best of Jay Lethal. We could do the best of Consequences Creed. Oh, ho, ho, ho. whoa, 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 or your favorite. Whoa. <laughs> we could do the best of Truth or Consequences. Oh my God, the awesome truth right there, brother. <laughs> hey, <laughs> let's let's get into let's get into SmackDown, man, because. <laughs> SmackDown was actually pretty funny tonight, man. I, I gotta say, the the, the Usos and uh, <clears throat> the royal family—that's right, I'm gonna man. Call them. That's what I'm gonna call them, the royal family. Hey, so, go ahead. You got the king, and you got the king's right hand man, the knight, yeah, right? Uh, rivalries renewed, man. Rivalries renewed. You know that was going to happen. That's that's of just course. a classic. That's like Dusty versus Flair. Almost. Don't mean to offend nobody. None of y'all feelings get hurt. But mm. it's just a classic. It's a classic rivalry. Um, I will make one comment, though. From your mouth to God's, and by God I mean this man's, ear. Oh, God. How long were our women's matches tonight? <laughs> Right, I think they have been paying attention to the shit that we have been Somebody saying. Been <clears throat> Somebody, Somebody been listening. Somebody been listening because the women finally got they just do. And you know, and and so, all right, you might say the opening match, Shotzi versus Charlotte Flair. Okay, it's Charlotte. They're gonna give Charlotte her shine. Okay, so I was surprised that Charlotte was even at the fucking venue. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I'm not surprised at all. I mean, she she is a SmackDown Women's Champion. She's got to defend. Uh, if you listen to the crowd, um, there was a nice slug of booze in there. No one likes Charlotte, man. And you know, I'm gonna say this. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say this. I'm not the biggest. Whether it's piped in or not, I don't know. I'm not the biggest Charlotte fan. I'm just gonna be honest. I don't fucking like Charlotte at all um, as a person. I think she's arrogant. I think she's stuck up. Um, I don't think she's the best wrestler on the roster. I mean, she's not Serena Deeb, but uh, I do say, I do think that she is the most recognizable wrestler on the SmackDown roster because she does put in the work. Um, I don't think she is. I think that would go to Sasha Banks, especially after doing Mandalorian and even before that. Okay. Um, Charlotte Flair has is recognizable because she is a flair and she has been pushed as a flair mm-hmm. since the day that she came into the business. And the and really the whole gimmick was, hey, this is Ric Flair's daughter, but don't let that think you're pushing that we're pushing her because of that. 
She's oh, here she because is. of her own accolades. But yet, like, she'd take off a couple weeks, come back, and step into a match and win the belt. And just be headlining, headlining, and just be showing up places where she had business, no business showing up, which was hilarious because of the time when she showed up on NXT and Bianca said, you don't even go here. Okay, let me tell you. I didn't like Bianca Belair up until that moment. She was like, that, and that you, was... you, blah, 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 blah. And she looked at Charlotte and goes, and you, you don't even go here. I was like, okay, there we go. And the, the reason why that was so funny was because Charlotte has like just has a habit of showing up mm-hmm. and being given the belt and just having her way. And in this one instance, it was like, you don't belong here. What the fuck are you doing here? Get out. Go back to where you came from. That's pretty much what it was. What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, I, I can honestly tell you, I've seen maybe two Shotzi matches in NXT and as a whole. Shotzi fan. But let me tell you, she showed up and showed the fuck out in this match tonight with Charlotte. Um, it was a good match. I mean, a lot of energy. She was on point. Um, she was she was hustling. Um, had her moves in, had her spots in, a lot of energy. Um, just she looked phenomenal out there. And I thought it was a great kickoff for the season premiere of SmackDown and a really a good way to establish her as an upper tier player in the women's division on SmackDown. <clears throat> okay, now I will agree that I do think she's a main player now. Um, <laughs> so, question What's with wrestlers and thumbtacks? Let me tell you something. <laughs> I fucking hate thumbtacks. And, that, is, and that, that was because last week at BCW Worldwide Presents the Return, mm-hmm. wonderful Zach Winters and that psychotic. Psychopath Draven Vargas had a match before mine. They did. Played all over the fucking ring. Played We're all over the, the ring. Draven and thumbtacks the- were everywhere. In my match, the following match, I took a bump, hand first in the thumbtack. So you know, I was not fucking happy. The funny thing is, between matches, uh, the referee came out and <laughs> cleaned, cleaned it up. It cleaned up the ring. <laughs> I don't think he got everything. He didn't get all. He didn't get half those thumbtacks. I mean, I came home, and I literally was like pulling thumbtacks out of my ass, dude. Like no lie, I'm walking around my house, getting ready to take a shower, and I'm like, "What the what the fuck? Where, where, what the fuck is this? Thumbtacks? Not happy." But Cheryl says, um, "Yes, she did make Charlotte work. She made Charlotte work like Charlotte had ever worked before." Mm-hmm. I'm just not a big fan of Shotzi. Like I'm not a personal fan of Shotzi. Yeah. But <laughs> solid, solid opener women's match, and they got a good, what was it, 15, 20 minutes? Yeah, I would agree. I didn't time it this time, but um, they had a uh, a really solid opener. They're giving lots of time. And also, um, so it's it's really funny. It's 
if you've been watching wrestling, you you know what's going to happen. So Sasha Banks was ringside cheering on Shotzi because, you know, she was telling Charlotte, you no. Know, Sasha was telling Charlotte early on, um, you know, you keep other women down. You're not promoting the division. You're not helping out other women wrestlers. Um, and so Shotzi came out for the challenge and Sasha stayed outside the ring to cheer her on and did not interfere and was cheering her on so forth and so on. But then there, of course, came the spot where Sasha got up on the ring. Shotzi almost ran into her. It caused a little bit of a distraction. Charlotte Flair comes from behind, hits natural selection, and then gets the pin, one, two, three. There were a bunch of false finishes before this. The natural selection finished it. And, of course, you know, Sasha comes in the ring to console her, and Shotzi blames her for the loss and starts beating her ass. And I mean beating her ass. And I mean beating her ass. Oh, right. okay. So let, let, let's call it what it is. <clears throat> Shotzi is from SoCal or NorCal. She's North Northern California girl. Yeah. Believe it or not, Sasha Banks made her. I shouldn't say her real name, but Sasha Banks made her 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 bones in this business in the Sacramento San Jose area. Okay. So Shotzi has faced Sh- Shotzi has faced Charlotte. Try saying that five times fast. Shotzi has faced Charlotte in the ring several times before coming to WWE. So, yeah, it is what it is. I'm sorry, she wasn't Sasha Banks then. As a matter of fact, Bailey was there as well, too. Correct. Yeah, yeah, Bailey came from up north. So, anyway, now we've got Charlotte, Sasha, Shotzi. Uh, Bailey be back. We'll see what happens there. Um, Afterwards, we had. A Jeff Hardy interview in the back, welcoming Jeff Hardy to SmackDown, where he was like, Oh, I look forward to some new challenges and making some new friends and maybe going after a championship. The perennial good guy, Jeff Hardy, uh, which brings out Baron Corbin and Madcap Moss, um, where Madcap makes a really bad joke. That's that's his thing. He makes jokes, he makes bad really, jokes, really horrible jokes of that. Yeah. Um, next we had Drew McIntyre versus Mustafa, Mustafa Ali. Mustafa, Mustafa, which I, I will be, I will tell you, like that match was pretty good. David, yeah, ish, and Mustafa really held his own in this match and hit some really good spots, did uh, avoided the claymore. I mean, really, he showed up, he did his thing. It, it was really, it was a really good match. Now, of course, Drew McIntyre went over, um, but um, afterwards, Mustafa Ali does the whole, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the reason why you don't support me and the reason why you boo me is because my name is Mustafa Ali. Yeah, he did the you people. <laughs> he did yeah. the you people. He said, first off, you people, and I was like, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's about to get real right now. Um, I did. Oh gosh, what was his name? Um, the one with the terror cell. He got in trouble. Oh man, um, was it Hassan? Yeah, Muhammad Hassan. Muhammad Hassan. That's so it. he did the he he kind of did the Muhammad Hassan thing. You know, the reason why you people don't like me is because da da da. Yeah. So, um, next up is <laughs> your favorite, all hail King Woods in the. That's right. So this segment. 
starts in the back where it's just him and Kofi talking. Then, so, so it's a, it's a, it's a backstage. Um, it's, re, it's a review video package of him getting uh, of the coronation from last week. Then it's him and Kofi walking backstage. Then it's him and Kofi with hit row. And okay, so I had to laugh a few times. So <laughs> I made fun. Okay, I made fun of Carmella. I mean, of um, of uh, what's her name, um, Zelina, for doing the English accent. <laughs> well, okay. So just to be fair, just to be fair, yeah, it wasn't the English accent, but I think Xavier was doing the. King Booker accent. Yeah. <laughs> he, he said, silence. <laughs> so fucking funny. And Kofi was like, So you guys are the makers of you guys are the makers of hits on this row. <laughs> Can you drop some drop some bars and make a beat for the king? He spit the hot fire. Spit that hot fire. <laughs> and they were like, hit row. Hit roll. <laughs> as 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 much as I was like, this is some corny shit. I said it was funny. It, it was children of the corn, corny shit. Yeah. But it was it was it was ridiculously funny in yeah, a stupid way. Funny, yeah, it was absurdly funny. Um, I I actually enjoyed it. I'm not gonna lie. I yeah. kind of enjoyed it. So then, New Day's music hits, and they get to the ring. They do a whole segment where uh, King Woods knights Kofi Kingston as the knight's hand, gives him a unicorn pin, little Game of Thrones nod there and all that, which brings out the Usos. And, <laughs> Best segment ever. <laughs> and the old rivalry is back. Okay. I just got to say this. Two things. One, Kofi got the Flash Jays and all the fucking professional wrestling. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, Bucks... I'm sorry. You guys go shopping for Jays on being the elite. You guys wear Jays in matches. You guys wear the fucking Dior's. Great. But y'all don't match Kofi's game. Yeah. Kofi got game. That motherfucker had to pump. He had the pumpkin king Jordans on last week. Yeah. This week he had the silver, the straight up silver and white with a little bit of baby blue. I was like, I am so fucking jealous. Kofi's a man, bro. Kofi. Kofi, if you're watching this podcast and I'm going to tag your ass on Twitter, sexy ass Jays, my friend, sexy ass Jays. Uh, the funny part know, was when, Jays. when Colt, when uh, when uh, uh, Xavier Woods goes, I can't have this bloodline on my car um, on, in my ring. I just had the carpet cleaned. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but but wait, the best line, the best line though was, hey, 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 hey but for real though, for real though, is that real gold? Can I touch it? <laughs> <laughs> and the look on his face, he was like, "No, Bafrodo, is that that real gold? I mean, like, like, can I touch it? <laughs> was to touch it? Pop! Oh man, that shit was hella funny. You put those guys together. They even said it. Old rivalry oh, yeah. renewed when they came out of the ring. You know, and it, it, it was funny. And the other so, was close. <laughs> he was they like, kind of hey, talked. They, they kind of talked over each other." He said, hey, man, Halloween is in two days. Why are you wearing that now? <laughs> they oh, talked man. over each other, but when he said, is that real gold? He said, no, nah, it's not fake like them grills in your mouth. 
Oh yes, yeah. that was funny as shit too. <laughs> that was funny as shit. That's I mean, those two they 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 go back and forth, and it's just just hilarious. Every that time. reminded me of the battle segment that they had <laughs> with Wale. <laughs> oh, when he was all like, talking about my page." Yeah, yeah. You know you're real good friends with somebody, and you have real good chemistry when you can flow and you can throw shit like that at the wall and it stick. Yep. No hard, no no harm, no foul. The worst part was Biggie laughed off of it. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> it was funny. Biggie was right. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. What what can I say? It was fucking funny. <laughs> Um, but Xavier Woods got him when he said the only reason why you're relevant is because your wife is on Total Divas. Okay, that was wrong, bro. That was so fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, shots fire. Man, but hey, I'm just saying, those guys, that whole clique, that that group of four people. Amazing. Yes. They so, yeah, the rivalry is back. And um, never forget during Kofi Mania when the New Day had to go through uh, a tag team gauntlet uh, match in order for Kofi to be able to qualify um, to oh, yeah. have a shot at Daniel Bryan. Um, they yeah, had to fight like three, three or four teams, and then they had to fight the Usos. And the Usos gave them a pass. They uh, yeah. they forfeited their match. That's right. That's right. They forfeited the match. They were like, respect. go get him, Us. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of history there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> up next is your favorite. Rick. Boom! <sighs> okay. And it's look. Rock. look. With the this kid. was by far, in my opinion, the stupidest fucking shit. <laughs> okay, it was the stupidest fucking shit of the night. Um, Rick Books, I like that guy. I like him. I mean, I, he, he's he's got so much fucking charisma because he's goofy as fuck. Yep, but he's talented. But he's goofy. So to me, someone that goofy and that talented, that's an A plus. Um, but the thing that really had me going was the part where they put the pumpkin on Nakamura's head. <laughs> and, yeah. and every time he moved, the pumpkin would fall. So Nakamura grabbed the pumpkin and held it on his head. I was like, but you're supposed to want to take it off, man. Why are you why are you holding it on your head? Do it for the spot. Do it for the spot. I don't know, man. Hey, so every every time you want to kind of get tired of Baron Corbin. He does something cool. Yeah. And tonight, the crowd was chanting, we want pumpkins. And he picked up the pumpkin and acted like he was going to hit somebody with it. <laughs> threw it down. Fuck y'all. Wait a second, though. That's I love that heel shit because I'm all, I'm, you know me, I'm all I about love, that. I love seeing that. You know, like during, during my match uh, last week, I was kicking the guy. And the fans were like, one more time. And I'm just kicking I'm like, ah, fuck you guys. <laughs> you <know? laughs> um, but the, the, he is so good by himself. Baron Corbin, he's one of those guys you just fucking hate. 
Yeah. But you like that you hate him. Like he's that good. To me, he's that good. <coughs> bring bringing you... Riddick Moss in. In my opinion, oh, mistake. It, it's it's for it's for Baron Corbin to elevate him. Yeah, but even yeah, even just by sheer association, just like that's that guy that was Baron Corbin, or that's that guy that turned on Baron Corbin, or that Baron Corbin turned on him, whatever it is. Um, it's just that person to give you that rub, whether it's a good rub or bad rub, just by association and repetition. You you know you know who that is. Yeah, and um, like you were telling me that. Moss has been around for a while, and I was like, well, "Who the fuck is that guy?" I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's a, I mean, he's been around for a while, you know. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, yeah, it is what it is with him. Sometimes you see some really funny shit out of him. Sometimes you don't. But so no. this was no DQ match, and this was a false count anywhere match, and um. Boogs and Nakamura were attacked by two masked men you know, dressed as scarecrows or something. And it was, wait for it, wait for it, the Latin heartthrobs. Okay, so <laughs> here's another fucked up spot, right? So they hit them with the Kindle sticks. Yeah. But they barely hit them. Like barely hit them. So and they sold it like it was getting like they got hit with a like a two by four. And now, now, and the reason and the reason why that stands out is because earlier on, Nakamura had leaned into Moss and Corbin with a kendo stick. Oh I mean, yes, oh. he leaned in on that shit. He was he was Abe Knuckleball Schwartz. Oh yeah, <laughs> he went in on him. So you you start with that, and then you have the. Yeah, yeah. It like, was, What's going on here? It was weird. It was weird. But in, in the end, in the end, it was still uh, the Latin heartthrobs um, or low sexy Mexies, um As um, <laughs> a friend of mine, a friend of mine that doesn't watch wrestling, doesn't watch wrestling. During this match, she said, "My husband is watching." Some WWF show, which means she doesn't watch wrestling because it's not it WWF. WWF for, yeah, she goes, and I know you do that. So can you tell me who the two sexy Mexies were? And I said, what? She goes, the guys in the mask. I'm like, what? What is she talking about? She goes, the guys with the sticks to hit the guy. I'm like, oh, you're talking about Humberto Carrillo and his cousin. She's like, oh yeah, they're sexy Mexies. That should be their names. What are their names? And I'm like, I just told you what their names were like you know i gotta go i got work to do <laughs> bro that's my mom telling me there's some big pakistani guy choking a little mexican dude in the mask <laughs> oh. Oh All my right, God. Gotcha. yeah <laughs> oh, uh, so next up was another uh boy, uh this Sonya Deville Naomi thing is just going nowhere. I, 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 all right, so look, we all get it. Um, when someone in authority is holding down um a performer, and that performer has to struggle to fight out of it, 
Um, you know, it, it gives the performer a lot of shine and they overcome the odds and then they go on to do whatever. Which is fine when the authority figure is Vince McMahon. And why? Because Vince has the final word. Sony Deville is one day the benevolent GM, like the rule follower, and doing best what's what's best for the fans GM. But then with Naomi, she's like, ah, I'm just gonna be a dick. Okay, so <clears throat> I gotta say this, and I, I, it's it's been bothering me. So I haven't been wanting to play it out there, but I'm gonna play it out there right now. I love Sonya Deville and her suits. Oh yeah, she she is the style most stylish person I've I've ever seen in professional wrestling. Oh dude, her her suits are tailor made. They they are fucking awesome. But the thing that bothers me is that they drug this fucking just commissioner gimmick out for so goddamn long, and they teased her getting back in the ring. I guess this is their uh, their version of. of um, long term like long time story, but long long term booking, because she's been ever since the, the the situation that she left wrestling for. Correct. Now that situation is over, dude, let her get back in the ring and do what she fucking does. Yeah. This this storyline with her and Adam Pierce. Okay, legitimately, legitimately, Adam Pierce is a backstage guy. Adam Pierce is a um is a trainer. He is a coach and he is a producer. He's a senior producer. So literally, he is the authority figure backstage. Sonya Deville needs to fucking wrestle. Put her in a match. She's one of the best wrestlers on the roster. You have a shitty women's roster because half the women on the roster don't want to work. The other half are too arrogant to work. Then you you got guys like Sonya Deville, who is so fucking good. And all she wants to do is wrestle. So you don't put her on a match. You don't put her in matches. You don't put her in matches, and it's stupid. Yes, Cheryl, the guy did get locked up. Um, the point I'm making is, they've been building this storyline between her and Naomi for fucking like seven months. And you know what? <laughs> it's their, their storylines will last longer than the pandemic. If this were seven, ten years ago. I don't know. Maybe this was raw. This could have turned into an unrequited love angle. Oh my god! Where Sony Deville had a thing for Naomi, and she was okay. Just so stop, trying stop, to bring, stop right now, because you know trying to bring the best out of her. You know as well as I know. The fact that you just said that—that's probably going to be the fucking storyline now. You just totally ruined it for everyone here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again, Julian. Thank you. And then can you imagine <laughs> Xavier Woods making a reference to Jimmy Uso or whichever Uso about your wife got snatched up by Sony Deville? Wow. <laughs> hey, you ever see you ever look at Sonya's snaps? I mean her her Instagram and stuff like that? I never yeah, have. Sonya was like, Y'all should call me daddy. Like <laughs> Yes, yes. WrestleMania bound. Oh my God, WrestleMania thirty six probably. Ah. Look, but anyway, um, Naomi on a pole match. Yeah. 
right. And now they're just making Shayna Baszler and Naomi's fucking. I mean, Shayna Baszler's a. Um, I want to call her Daria. Um, Shayna Baszler is Sonya Deville's fucking muscle. Her Mr. Hughes? Yeah, her Mr. Hughes, basically. So, you, you, this storyline is dumb. The fan, you know what? The fans want to see her versus Sonya. And I mean, then, personally, I want to see her in the bloodline. And then Shayna Baszler really beats down Naomi because she says, Sonya's mine. <laughs> oh my God. Look. You can go a lot of ways with this. <laughs> you sure can. And we are not going to go that way. Let's go, <laughs> <laughs> let's go to something else. Um, so let's let's finish talking about this this just crazy show so we can get on to the I mean main they're event. watching. They, they saw the thumbtacks in the mouth. They're watching. Let's the get on to the main event longer. show. So the main event of the show, the Usos versus the New Day. Usual, usual match. Amazing. Super kicks, double super kicks. Roll up. <laughs> Surprise roll up. Finish. Surprise roll up. The Usos lost. The yes. Raw, the SmackDown of course, tag the team titles were out of the line. Titles were on the line. <clears throat> they should have been on the line. Hey, so let me just ask you, being a professional wrestler yourself, mm-hmm. if you're in a match, which is a qualifier match, for example, let's just say Big Red's not on the line. Thank God. Halfway through the match, do you just get tired and be like, yeah, fuck it, he could have it? Well, I don't like to lose. So I don't no. think I don't think any competitor would not like to no. lose. And but Big Red, that, she don't want to go home with nobody. But she's not going to go home with anybody because the title's not with line. But if they beat me, that puts them in line to challenge me for the title. Yeah, but then if it wasn't them, it'd be somebody else. But right here, right now, this night in particular, eh, phone it in. Go ahead, roll me up. It was was all Hell King Woods. It was all Hell King Woods. Of course it's all Hell King Woods. Woods got the pen. Okay. So now that we're done with the preliminary show, let's talk about the main event. Let's talk about the match that started it all. Eddie Kingston versus Daniel Brian Brian Danielson. Danielson. My God. They beat the shit out of each other. This is what this is different from WWE's product. WWE's product is all sports entertainment. <clears throat> so is knockdown drag out wrestling. So fashion this, this wrestling. Is, this is the funny thing. And y- you can look at it from two perspectives. And one perspective is Daniel Bryan has all this fire, all this creativity, all this energy. And he wants to go in the ring and wrestle and do what he loves to do. The other perspective is WWE says, hey, we know you have that in you, but we'd really like to like you to live 10 years longer. So pump your brakes a little bit and we don't need another person on our roster or recently on our roster dying from blank. So yeah, so please tone it down a bit. And I mean, I 
watching him wrestle now in AEW, <clears throat> I get it because he's really going out there to prove something every time. And the funny thing is, Duke got nothing to prove. I mean, I remember watching um, Cole Cabana had one of those like indie wrestler on the roads, like, you know, like documentaries he released that I watched a long time ago. And you saw these guys when they're young and you saw how, um, how explosive they were, how much they gave themselves. Just, I mean, just every night town to town, just, just what it was. They're doing the same thing now just on a bigger stage. Um, and as much as I enjoy seeing my favorite performers out there busting their asses, taking bumps off of ladders, falling on thumbtacks, going through tables, taking spears and tornado DDTs and float overs and big splashes off the rope and <clears throat> everything else, I really hate when I see these... Um, legend signings and motherfuckers in wheelchairs or on walkers or yeah. or just kind of barely sitting there, you know, um, because they burned through their money on medical expenses already or or whatever. I mean, we I would really like to see a lot of these guys. I, I mean, I get it. As a wrestler, mm, you're probably either not going to get a health insurance plan or your premium is going to be sky high. <clears throat> um, ongoing medical coverage like Cobra for you is going to be hella expensive, hella pricey. All the bumps you take, by the time you turn 50, you're going to feel like you're 80. I get it. And as fans, we're like, oh, we love this guy. But if that guy came to you when he was 80 and was like, hey, man, uh, remember all the bumps I took for you? Uh, yeah, I can use a little help right now. You know, some folks be like, oh, shit, I'm telling you to be a wrestler. And, <laughs> I can see that happening. Yeah, and and so, and, and and given, there was a, oh man, I forget how many years ago, there was a period of time where, like, every time you turn on the news, ex-WWE wrestler, blah, 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 died from a blank. And the person... Yeah hadn't worked for WWE in like 10, 15, yeah. 20 years, you know, but still high profile. We recognize him from there. So that's what we're going to, that's what we're going to tag it with. And so WWE is like, all right, I, we we just, we need to try and diminish this. And a guy like Daniel Bryan, I mean, God bless him. This is what he wants to do. And he wants to go out there and blow it up. Um, but for a guy who gets concussions or has had concussions like him, you 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 just can't you can't. It's like a dude with diabetes wanting to go to Fat Burger every day. It's like, bro, you probably shouldn't. Yeah, that's true. I, I get I get what you're saying. And if you look at the match, I mean, like I'm I'm looking at the last minute of the match now. Yeah, Brian Danielson, his chest, yes, was hamburger meat. Like, it was last week. It was, it was worse. It was worse this week. It was worse than his match with Suzuki. It was so bad. Yeah. And uh, Eddie Kingston, let me tell you guys, if you didn't believe Eddie Kingston was a star, yeah. if you thought Eddie Kingston was just some random-ass New York dude, think again. 
Eddie Kingston is fucking awesome. Every match Eddie Kingston has had, he has excelled. This match with Brian Danielson was probably the best match I have ever seen Eddie Kingston wrestle. I mean, just because Eddie Kingston looks like that guy who was working on your car earlier doesn't mean he is that guy who was working on your car earlier. Eddie Kingston is double tough. He'll probably beat that guy's ass that was working on your car earlier. Yep. And legit, Eddie Kingston passed out with his middle finger in Brian Danielson's face. Legit. Brian started hitting him, started chopping him and kicking him, and Kingston stood up and was like, fuck you. And you can see it. Yep. And he started fucking punching and kicking and punching and kicking. And he stood up again and was like, fuck you, do it again. Yeah. And then he, man, look, he, he tapped out. He tapped out to the to the bell lock. Yeah. Choked him out. And damn, Brian Danielson couldn't get up either. <clears throat> Correct. To show you how heated, how much heart Eddie Kingston has. Eddie Kingston went backstage, saw, saw CM Punk. And yeah. was like, hey, fuck you, CM Punk. This is your fault. And Punk was like, hey, what are you talking about? Like, they had to be pulled apart. Yeah. A good old-fashioned indie wrestler, JT Dunn, was there, too. <laughs> pulling them apart, baby. Um, I, I like the part where he said, uh, CM Punk says, you want to go to sleep again? And I was thinking to myself, <laughs> I was like, um, should you be the one talking about that? Because... <laughs> I don't know, man. Your MMA record know. is. Uh... <laughs> everybody talks about CM Punk. Look, everybody talking about CM Punk and MMA record. He's not zero and three. He's zero two and one. Hey, hey! If he's zero and three, zero two and one, twenty two and one, one and twenty two, that motherfucker went out there and did it. He did. So, for all you fans out there, and you armchair bookers. And people who talk so much shit. Remember, I said, "Oh my god!" Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason, for putting that on there. Punk versus Kingston at the pay per view. Now, there was a report. <laughs> there was a report about Tony Khan being at a, a Jaguar game, and the fan took a picture of him. And the fan zoomed in on the picture, and in the picture was a sheet of paper <laughs> with a listing of the fucking matches. And someone said, CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. And they were like, nah, that ain't gonna happen. Sure as shit. There it is. CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. Well, there it is. So, one of those matches are there. Um, so Tony Khan, if you're listening, you gotta change up the program, brother. Gotta ah. keep those pay- gotta keep the programming uh like everyone else. Do it on your cell phone. <laughs> oh man. Look, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to a quick commercial break. And we'll be right back with more of this insane show called the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast. Drive me insane. I'll be Drive, drive, drive me insane. I'll be 
want to get your hair cut, you go get your hair cut right. You head down to Big D's Barbershop. Big D's Barbershop, Vancouver, Washington's best and brightest. 1019 Main Street, Vancouver, Washington, where you can go get your hair lined up, cuts, fades, shampoos, conditions, and all the great things that go with supporting a local barbershop in a local business area. You can also reach them online at www.bigdsbarbershop.com. Go get your hair cut right. These are more than just the sounds of a safe place to go after school. These are the sounds of interest being ignited and of mentors making an impact. At Boys and Girls Clubs, we don't do just one thing. We do whatever it takes to meet the needs of every kid who comes through those doors. Because whatever it takes is what it takes to build great futures. Great futures start here. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what? It didn't dawn on me. What did it dawn on you? That Wyndham Rotunda is now a free agent. Oh, man. I think it's a great thing. He can now follow the buzzards. Follow the buzzards. Oh, cease and desist. Hold up. Let me yeah, yeah we can, we, you can do that. You can do that. So you're going to get us in trouble. Yeah, hey, uh, when is the last time we saw Eric Rowan? As a matter of fact, Eric Rowan is on a show wrestling against homicide. An indie show. Is Eric Rowan still with uh AEW? No, Eric Rowan, he was never with AEW. Where did we last see him? He I thought he showed up. over there for he was there for a second, wasn't he? It was just for it was just for a match. Okay. It was just to save save uh I think it was like 10 or something. <clears throat> yeah. But um yeah, it's it's whew, man. Man. That match was crazy. And then we go on to another match. Another match that I really, really enjoyed. Matt Seidel. Yes. And and um one one of the Dante Martin. There you go. Um, yeah. With Leah Russian's corner, yeah, with Leah Russian's corner, dude. Dante Martin is great, but excellent. This match was like, th- this match was good. This match was really good. Like I'm gonna say, like this was the you know Dante Martin versus Jericho. Dante Martin. This was the breakout. This was the breakout star for me. This was the breakout match for me. Dante Martin is now star. That's right. What do you think? I really enjoyed the match. Um, he showed. So this this is what I like about AEW. All right. So um, the whole point of AEW to me was for them to build their own stars and to let quote unquote indie talent, you know, get their shine and have a bigger stage. This is what I want to see. These are the kind of matches I want to see. Um, again, um, you know, Daniel Bryan doing his thing. I mean, I've seen it a lot and I've enjoyed his work. I still enjoy his work, but I definitely want to see younger talent get in their spot. The Sammy Guevara's, the MJF's, I mean, just the, the younger, the homegrowns getting their spot and getting their time in the ring. And so, 
Um, this was this match was not only at a good spot in the card, um, good length, good. Uh, no, I mean no bullshit around it. Just you know, a good match. I will say that AEW is hard hitting, high flying, story driven wrestling. Not sports entertainment, wrestling. I mean, granted, the main event was the trick or treat, um, <coughs> trick or treat match, where you had Abaddon face Britt Baker. Britt Baker is the most over women's wrestler next to Serena Deep. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Serena Deep is my girl next to Serena Deep. She is Serena Deep needs to be the world champion. Um, that spot in the hardcore ladies match with the fucking chair where she curbs off the chair on her neck and then she got up and she looked and up. She, and didn't, like, she didn't know sell it, she, no, she pulled the chair back on her neck, but she 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 undertakered it. Oh, she did more than undertaker. She she's she scared yeah. the shit out of me. I was watching on TV and I was like, Whoa, is she in my house. It was like it was like that. It was like that. Like seriously, um, and I was not like sixteen. She was like sixteen and one. Yeah, I like how they tell saw, you. We saw a real like familiar move in that match. See what? We saw a real familiar move in that match. Yeah, yeah. I I just recently I was watching a show. Where was I? Hmm. Um, I was at my lady's house. Shout out to Shayla Brown. Happy birthday, November first. I was watching the BCW show over the weekend. What? Wait, 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 wait. You mean the return? The return. The one that was at the Hall scene? The one, yes. Uh, And I wasn't at the bar. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Breaking news. It hasn't been advertised anywhere. The breaking news. News. The Slinky from Helsinki got his visa back? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> he gone, bro. He gone. Nah. <laughs> he gone, bro. I'd be, send- be sending people back to where they came from. I'd be getting people fired. I'd be kicking them out of BCW. Loser, loser. Is every there, time. Is there a new addition to the Rockefeller Foundation? No. We still got more gold in the pawn shop. Okay. But are you ready for this? Come closer. Come closer. Live November 27th from the Holocene. BCW Worldwide presents Go Stuff Yourself, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it's going to be called. Go Stuff Yourself. It's right after Thanksgiving, man. It's right after Thanksgiving. BCW Worldwide. Doors open at 4 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. Show starts at four thirty. Is this going to be the Thanksgiving tradition? This is going to be the Thanksgiving tradition. Fuck the Survivor Series. It is BCW Worldwide presents. Go stuff yourself live on pay per view from the Holocene. That's right. That's right, Shane. I know you're in. The, I know you're in the comments. I know you want to watch it. I know Shane. You want to be there like you were there front row when I sent that dude packing. Shane was sitting right there with his little camera, like, "Hey, take a picture of that." Now, Shane, I'm watching the live stream. I was watching the live stream. But live Saturday, November Saturday, November 27th, live from the Holocene, BCW Worldwide returns to the Holocene. 
to present live on pay-per-view, go stuff yourself. It is going to be on, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry. Information will be posted, posted all over the BCW page. Information will be here next week, live on the Roundtable for Wrestling Podcast on Monday night. There will be a matches announced Monday night. Two matches will be announced. We all know that the main event for that crazy-ass show is going to be the Morrison Street fight between the Rockefeller Foundation and that psycho freak show. I'm upset no one dressed up as 3MB for show. Shane is going to get ah, banned. Ah. Shane is going to get banned from... <laughs> oh, my God. Damn you, Shane. You know what, Shane? There's only one of me. Uh, well, my dog is here, but my daughter's gone. So, well, it's not you know like what? you would have cooperated anyway. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and go get some leather pants, a scarf, and a leather turban. See, and I will be the Maharaja. Like, like I could dress up as Jinder Mahal by myself and go trick-or-treating, but nobody would know me without the other two. Now, my you friend Nick, he could pull off a Heath Slater real good. Oh, really? Um, so what t- I can't tell you where we were, but um Nick was being mistaken for Kid Rock. Wow. Was it with the ladies? And it was hilarious. It was I think it's a little slighted. Mm. Okay. But uh, yeah, the twenty seventh of the Holocene. Um, That's right. Tickets will be on sale Monday, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Is, going is, uh, is Big Red going to be on the line? No, I'm in a six man tag. I'm in a, I'm in a street okay. fight. I'm going to be killing somebody in a, in a, in a match. So uh, <clears throat> this is the segment where uh, I, I get to go ahead and put you over. Ladies and gentlemen, I had the pleasure of watching the BCW um, show this past weekend. And I've got to say that um, for the first live stream that I've seen from this promotion, um, the matches were all very engaging, for one. Everybody worked their ass off. But your boy right here, the franchise player, Bad Blood, is a Me? fucking heel. And, hey, I get on the show. <sighs> he may come off as a little bit of a heel. He may come off as, like, you know, maybe like a wedge. Nah. In the ring, he is a five-inch stiletto. I mean, he just... <laughs> one foot comes in the ring, and he's like, fuck y'all. Okay, Don't so look, 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 I'm just going to say this. Uh, uh, you you. Know Julian, Julian's putting it over. I'm going to say this. Okay, I'm going to say this, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm not a bad guy. I'm a man of the people. I'm a man of the people. See, look, look even Shane knows it. Shane says, blood is more of a tweener than a heel. I agree. You're a man of the people, Cheryl, but you, you tell the people to shut the fuck said, up. You say I was an asshole. What? Look, look, check this out. I am not an asshole, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a man of the people. I was in the ring. A fan said something, and I looked at him, and I said, fuck you. And I said, and I, I was putting over my opponent. I said, you beat my ass in Washington. And then the fan screamed out, fuck Washington. Yeah. So I said, Washington. yeah. Fuck Washington. Hey, I'm a man of the people. 
I am for the people, by the people. I am one with the people. I'm the franchise. I'm the franchise of the people. I'm not a heel, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just a man that appreciates the fans. And I love my big red girlfriend right there behind me. So but I gotta no do what one, I got to do to keep her. But no one got the monies. You're right, Shane. No one Shane, got the Shane, he did not get the monies, he got the deportion. He did not get the monies. <laughs> Look. Basically, what you, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, look, ladies and gentlemen, I had a match against a guy named Miko Maestro. Miko was the Finnish phenom. He's literally, literally, ladies and gentlemen, from Finland. You know, like you get, you get these indie wrestling companies where guys are like I'm from Moscow, Russia, and the guy's from Torrance, California. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm from Compton, California. Literally, the guy is from like El Segundo. Okay, <laughs> the guy is from like Whittier. Compton, like that. <laughs> you, you know. I'm from Compton, California. You live in Manhattan Beach, motherfucker. Come on, let's be real. <laughs> so legitimately, this dude is from Finland. And the idea came across that he was going to challenge me for the North American Heavyweight Championship. This is the second time he's had a shot. The first time I beat him, and it wasn't easy. I will tell you, Miko is a good fuck. He he dances around the ring, the, the ring to give it to me, baby. And you know, he shakes his shit to the for the women and all that good stuff. Do what you gotta do, Miko. Do what you gotta do, he my friend. He even took the shirt and did the the, the crack. Yeah. yeah, that was that was not good. Um, but but fans love him. But when he's in the ring, he's all ta- he's he's like all action. He's he's good. And Miko was beating me, he was beating my ass a little bit, but I said, hey, look. You want a shot at my championship? I want something that you cherish. You cherish being here in BCW? You're Why don't you give me your contract? Your contract versus my championship. If you lose, you got to leave for 30. I, I, I didn't say leave forever. I just said you got to leave for 30 days. He lost. Bye bye. Go on vacation. Go say hi to your mom and dad. Go spend some of the monies. You made some good money. He says monies too. You made some good money. He says monies. Go go spend some of that money. Go live your life. You just ain't living your life at BCW until 30 days is up. That's all I got to say. Fair is fair. Hey, I got to say, the only thing about the show that disappointed me was when the Rat King got in trouble... No ring rats came and helped. Him oh out. my god, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, those are the opinions of Chemical Julian and Chemical Julian only. They do not reflect those of the Roundtable Pros and Podcast or BodySlam.net. Trying to get us over there's a here. couple trying to get us demonetized, my man. We ain't getting we can't be getting demonetized no more. Can you imagine if he was like straight from the trap house? The Listen here, look, look, is. we cannot get demonetized anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Look, Julian is going to get us demonetized. So what I'm going to do is we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Professional wrestling is one of the toughest sports going today. If you ever dreamed of being a professional wrestler, then former WWE superstar and world tag team champion Sir Mo of the famed tag team Men on a Mission invites you, yes, you, to join his Bumps and Bruises Academy. Now in two locations in... Carrollton, Texas, and Sherwood, Arkansas. 
allow Sir Mo and his head coach, Dante Smiley, and other coaches to get you on the road to an exciting and rewarding career. Classes forming now for your shot. Contact Sir Mo at 704-819-7042 or fill out an information questionnaire now. Don't wait. Make your dreams come true today by joining the Bumps and Bruises Pro Wrestling Academy. Hi, this is James Beard with SWE Fury, and you're watching the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go ahead and break this video down right here. Look, ladies and gentlemen, let's play this video. Worldwide? stuff yourself <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <clears throat> thank you for joining us here on another exciting edition of the roundtable pro wrestling podcast julian tell his amazing people where they can go watch us on tv every week oh man if you are in the i forgot to say oh man if you are in the portland oregon area <laughs> mondays at 10 p.m on channel 22 xfinity tv and channel 8002 CenturyLink tv also on Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. on channel 23 Xfinity TV and channel 8003 Central Link TV. Or on Wednesdays at 9.30 p.m. on channel 11 Xfinity TV and Century Link TV. Man, ladies and gentlemen, we also did a special interview tonight. That interview was with one, Silas Young, the last real man from Ring of Honor. And it is up on the BodySlam.net YouTube and the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast YouTube right now. So go like, click, and subscribe and check that shit out, ladies and gentlemen. He talks about what happened when the word came down about them all being fired. They knew from the town hall meeting that they usually have. Um, and for those people, Shane says he would be front row. Shane would be on hit row. Look. For the people who want to who want to listen to the podcast, when you're driving down the street, and you're just rolling around in your whip, you know, you got the girl on your side, and you're like, "Hey, honey, we ain't listening to no damn music. We're gonna listen to the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast." You can check us out on Spotify, Amazon what? Music, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. What? Oh, oh, wait, wait, and Pandora. I totally forgot about Pandora. They're gonna hate me over there. And Pandora, oh, your major podcast platforms. You can find us on Twitter at the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast, at the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast. You can also find us on Anchor FM. If you want to support the channel, ladies and gentlemen, it is real simple. Support the channel. Support this product. HTTPS backslash anchor.fm backslash the Roundtable Podcast backslash support your boys. If you um, see a like button, hit it. If you see a subscribe button, hit it. You click if that you see shit. Add money right. button, 
get it. Oh, yeah. If you want to buy a cool-ass hat, beanie, sweatshirt, hoodie, all that good shit, you go to www.503originals.com. That is www.503originals.com. Someone told me I had a um, phone sex operator voice. So, here, I'm going to give you the best phone sex operator voice I can before we get off the line here. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been your boy, The Franchise. This is not a phone line I would ever call. And this has been your boy, Chemical Julian. I would hope if you like what you see, if you like what you see, and you want to find out more about professional wrestling, it's real simple. You can go to www.bodyslam.net for all your wrestling needs, news, everything, dropping interviews, podcasts, special behind-the-scenes shit, all that cool stuff, ladies and gentlemen. www.bodyslam.net for all your wrestling needs. You know, with that being said, thank you very much for joining us here on the Rock Table Frozen Podcast. And you're going to put your hand on the microphone like that? That's coming, come on. <laughs> I didn't do that, did I? Ah! <laughs> ah! Oh, oh my God, ladies and gentlemen. We like to have fun here on the show. Enjoy your Friday night. Enjoy your Halloween. Don't trust up with 3 and B, ladies and gentlemen. It is not cool. They'll be back. They will not be back ever, ever. Later. <laughs>